welcome to the Acupuncture Outsider podcast. My name is Richard Hazel, and in the time it takes for you to commute to or from work, I hope to have shared something of interest about orthopedic acupuncture using motor points, trigger points, myofascial slings, neurofunctional acupuncture, segmental treatments, anything that crosses my mind that seems to be of interest. I hope you'll enjoy it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Acupuncture Outsider. This is Richard Hazel and today um, I wanted to share my thoughts about De Quervan's tenosynovitis and give some people who might be new to orthopedic assessment and treatment um, a really quick, quick and dirty um, way to treat De Quervan's with good success on one and maybe sometimes two treatments. Um, you know, if we if you share a case in one of the orthopedic Facebook groups, you're going to get just like, you're just going to get pummeled with um, advice about how to treat Dequervans and people are probably going to talk about all sorts of things up the chain, um, scapular stabilizers, rotator cuff, deltoids, coracobrachialis, um, cervical spine. Um, they, you know, they'll, they'll give you way, way more information than you probably need for 80% of your Dequervan's patients. So for the sake of just helping the people who are new to get great results for your patients um, so that they are coming back to you, and if, if it flares up again, they'll absolutely come back to you. It'll probably be months later. Um, and at that point, you know, you, you may have to consider things up the chain, scapular stability, upward rotators of the scapula, the external rotators of the shoulder, the, the flexors of the shoulder, and cervical um, components, the C5, C6 area, most likely. But that said, the whole point of what, I'm ta- what I want to talk about today is just to keep it simple. Keep it simple so that you can get excellent results on the first visit and you don't and you know because i really i get frustrated sometimes when when people want to share way more information about something um, either to show everybody how much they know or to avoid getting um, ridiculed for being too simple Um, so there's always that risk you know you go in and you say here treat these two points and then you're going to get piled on um, so I'm going to tell you to treat these two points <laughs> and, and, uh, if people want to pile on, that's fine. But, um, I'm going to just say that, you know, my experience has been that most of the time it's a repetitive stress injury and you can relieve it really quickly and it's not coming from the neck usually. And if it is coming from the shoulder, you can, you can worry about that if they, if they're coming back, um, too soon with uh, this issue the the people i'm thinking of that i've treated for decor events most recently are people who work out a lot um, a chef 
who had uh, this, he worked at a station in a in a famous New York City restaurant where he had um, all of these porcelain plates and bowls on a shelf above uh, above the height of his head in front of him, and so as he worked, he would have to reach up and pull down these plates or bowls to, and plate things and and uh and so he started getting to queer vans in in uh one in his right wrist um i had a tattoo artist with the queer vans i've had um hair stylist with the queer vans uh, i have a massage therapist that i've treated um, recently for the queer vans so it's very likely a repetitive stress injury it's a it's a tendonitis or tendinopathy that you can usually relieve in in one visit. So the points that you'll see sometimes uh, posted, that's the other sort of frustration I have is if we're talking orthopedics, we should be talking about muscles and not acupuncture points because the, the point is meant to represent a location, but if you really know what the anatomy is, just call it what it is. It's primarily it's going to be the abductor pollicis longus and the extensor pollicis brevis that are causing pain that will give you that positive Finkelstein um, test. So you really just treat those two muscles and, and you're going to get like 80% of the time you're going to get instant relief um, after about you know, five, seven to 10 minutes of electric stim acupuncture on those two points. Um, so let me just tell you those locations because when people say what, something like lung seven and large intestine six, I think that leaves a lot of room for error. Um, not everybody locates acupuncture points the same. And many people, I think, have very inaccurate acupoint location whereas if you go with um, Dr. Perotto's guidance from his um, handbook for the electromyographer it's very consistent and super easy and that's another reason I wanted to talk about this treatment is because if you use Perotto it's a really easy point location situation whereas I think if you use acupoints it's not um, very consistent that you're going to get the, the motor points. So for the abductor pollicis longus, you want to look at the, the forearm, the radius, and go midway. So you find midway on the radius. The palm is down. And you find midway on the radius, and you just go to the ulnar side of the radius have the patient actually abducting the thumb so that you can feel that abductor moving and then then they can stop moving and you tap your needle in and when you test it with your pointer you should see the thumb abducting out then the next one is even easier you find the wrist crease you come four fingers up you basically are feeling for that space between the radius and the ulna. And you're gonna go more to the radial side of that space. You're gonna go into the right above the, the, the inner part of the radius. 
And right there is going to be the extensor pollicis brevis, and that lifts the thumb up off the table. So you put a needle there, you test it, you make sure it lifts the thumb, hook up your electric stim for anywhere between five and 10 minutes. And then you take that, you take the needles out. I, I then usually like to do a little bit of Graston or IASTM um, with some CBD um, cream that I, that I like um, as an anti-inflammatory, just, just kind of clear any adhesions in in the forearm anywhere from the elbow down i like to to do that and of course over the tendons that are affected because the, there can be some some um, adhesions in there so you free that up have them test the finkelsteins they usually feel so much better huge huge improvement um, they may have muscle soreness, but it won't feel like a tendinopathy or a tendinitis. Uh, and that's really, that usually is sufficient if it's not um, super chronic. If it's super chronic, you might need to see them for a second visit uh, for the same thing. But after that, they, they really are going to be great. Um, if, if it's bilateral, then I would start by treating the neck, the C5-6 area for sure, because if it's bilateral, we should assume that, that it's happening because of some compression in the neck. But um, if, it's, if it's just one side, it's most likely an overuse injury of the, that wrist, um, something they're doing repetitively, and, and it might be overworking because of some weakness up the chain. Um, if if you want to do some muscle testing, look at things like the serratus anterior, look at flexors of the shoulder, like the anterior deltoid, coracobrachialis. Think about um, the infraspinatus, which can help raise the arm in the front, the teres minor, which helps the infraspinatus. Uh, you could, you could, um, you could also think about some. Um, uh, other uh, scapular stabilizers that, that do upward rotation, like uh, lower trapezius. Uh, you could look at upper trap. Uh, I Most of the time, you could just do those two points, and they're going to be way better, and, they're, and it, it'll probably hold for quite a long time. Um, but those are the other things to consider. You could consider scapular stabilizers. You could look at rotator cuff. You could look at the flexors of the shoulder, um, and just you know just see if there if there is some weakness there. You might even want to look at something like biceps, um, brachioradialis, because if if they're doing something where the palms are in. The palms are facing in and they're doing some lifting um, as the flexors of the elbow begin to weaken they may be overusing that um, that wrist area so those are the other things to consider but if you ask that if you talk to the patient and you get a sense of why you think it's injured um, and you feel like it's a repetitive stress um, or re repetitive motion something in the wrist um, you could just start with those two points 
and give them relief. If it's their first visit, people always, I think, appreciate if you're not sticking them full of needles. Um, and, you know, absolutely do what you like. If you really want to go all in on scapular stabilizers, rotator cuff, deltoids, coracobrachialis, bicep break, all of that, because that's what people on Facebook are going to tell you to do. Um, go for it if that's what you love to do. But if it's their first visit, like I'm thinking of a massage therapist and she was so afraid of needles. And I did just did those two points and she was, she was better and she was very happy. And she actually um, came back when she needed to. Um, um, later we ended up working on, on other issues that were not her, uh, not her wrist, but she, she became much more comfortable with needles after that. And we were able to do more, but we did work on her neck. We do some, some tennis elbow type stuff, but um, she gets other repetitive stress injuries. And as somebody who's worked standing and bent over, she gets some low back pain, things like that. But her first visit, I really wanted to go really easy on her. And, and that's what I did. I did two points with some stem and then I did some Graston and with some CBD and and she was good she felt good she felt immediate relief and she actually gave the uh the bosa um clinic a very raving review that same day um so anyway um that's what i wanted to talk about i you know hope i'm not um offending anybody who who insists on um people you know being super thorough on all of that sort of stuff. I just kind of like to put some simple stuff out there for people who are new to assessment, where I know that if you do what I'm telling you, you'll get great results for most people because assessment is the most complicated part of doing orthopedics. And sometimes, um, especially if you're new, it's nice if somebody just tells you, for now, just treat these two muscles and your, and because I want your patients to feel good when they walk out and I want them to come back to you and they will if if what you did helped them they will come back and you know that helps you to start building trust in the community and of course you're going to keep learning and of course you're going to keep under you know getting more knowledge on assessment but I just feel like I know I know when I had to start and, and I really had to figure things out on my own sometimes Sometimes my treatments were really, really just focused on treating the muscles that crossed the joint that was in pain and getting them out of pain. Um, and so many people were great with that and they didn't, they didn't have it come back. Um, so I feel confident telling you that you can sometimes just treat the, the main muscles of the problem and while it is important to understand why it could come back, if you just do what's going to get them out of pain, you're going to have loyal patients and it's going to buy you time, especially if you're new. If you're new at acupuncture, getting good results for pain patients on the first session is what's going to build your reputation with other people because those people tell all their friends. Um, so... Yes, we could get really complicated. Um, we could even talk about possible trigger points. But the point of what I'm talking about today is to help new people on something that's otherwise pretty complicated, not easy 
um, for people who are just going through physiotherapy, physical therapy for for to queer vans, they're they're ending up bracing at night. They they have a lot of pain, and it doesn't go away easily. And because it's repetitive stress, they're constantly irritating it. And and counterintuitively, it's super easy to correct if you know how to locate those muscles and treat them. Ten minutes, you change the quality of that person's life because it's probably something they are doing at work that's causing that problem. Um, so that's my tip for today, especially for the new people. Just really focus on the two, those two muscles, the abductor pollicis longus and the extensor pollicis brevis because that's the, those are the main two muscles for Dequervans that are going to give your patient the fastest pain relief and and um, and then they're going to trust you and they'll come back. You'll have time to figure out all the <laughs> scapular stability stuff and possible cervical involvement and all this stuff that people on Facebook are going to tell you. Okay, so that is the episode for today. Have a great 4th of July weekend. And I will talk to you soon.